Thank you. Oh. Welcome, everybody. Glad you could join us to start your day the 501 way. Today, we're talking about hypertrophy training in the upper body. Garrett, take us away. Hi, guys. So, last time we didn't define, somebody asked us what hypertrophy actually meant, and it's the increase of muscle growth and size. It usually is done through exercise. can be done a few other ways, but that's obviously what we want to focus on. Um, so we're going to continue that after actually having a definition. So as Sean said, upper body day. We picked chest and shoulders today. Still sticking to the philosophy of kind of 15, 20 rep ranges. You want to have your time that you're working on these sets about 30 seconds to a minute. Pretty good fatigue, but you don't want to be failing until your like final sets. Whatever those are. We like three to five sets, 15, 20 reps a piece. Get some good tension on there. Sean's gonna, Sean's gonna be maxing out today with bench. So we'll keep an eye on him. We'll see what happens. <laughs> he benched yesterday, so I got, I got good odds that this might work. <laughs> At least I can bench. It's rude. I can bench this for a few. <laughs> Until you turn the other pack. No, not the other pack, the rest of the one pack. <laughs> <laughs> Check out our video from last month, I don't know, December or something. That goes over a few warm-up keys, shoulder blades, pec release. Um, get yourself ready for a move. This is not a bench technique video. So guys, we will, we have discussed going into one of those guys later. Um, so leave those kind of questions. You can put them in there and we'll address them into another video. Um, but we won't be going into that much today. Talking about getting swole today. Yeah, just getting that huge, get that huge chest pump on, get those shoulders swole, all the good stuff. Everybody yeah. needs chest. For different reasons. Well, we already said that you can't see below your boobs last night. <laughs> we'll leave that one for another time. Okay. Uh, so, our structure for the shoulder, our chest and shoulder workout that we decided on was two single primary exercises, bench, shoulder press, bench, since Sean and I kind of do strongman, we kind of stick to our traditional flat bench. It kind of doesn't matter a whole lot. We do stick to either bench or decline for like the primary pec stuff. Incline gets a little bit more shoulders. It doesn't matter a whole lot. Next single primary exercise would be a shoulder press. We chose dumbbells for today just because it's a little bit easier. You can do bar. You can do whatever. We're going to go into supersets after that. So supersets, doing two exercises together before you take a break. First superset would be pec flies and side to front raises. Second superset, a, a machine assisted chest movement. So hammer strength, uh, what are those? Uh, some decline ones. Decline have, ones. Um, oh, I like assisted dips. Assisted dips, I mean, well, it is, but. <laughs> Uh, something machine assisted. So basically you're just trying to get rid of the stability aspect of your bar, dumbbells, whatever you started with and going for just movement, like good movement, good pop, getting those reps in. Machine assisted chest with face pulls, one of my favorite for the shoulders and back. Um, third superset would be close grip push-ups and uh, plated halos. I like those guys. Oh, I don't think most people know what the halos. As soon as they see them, they know what it is. But yeah. We'll show those guys. So just a quick recap, or just a quick setup of what today will look like. Sean's going to show us some bench real quick, go over a couple foot bars of the bench press, move on to shoulder press, see if we can get Sean a little pump going this morning. Okay. <laughs> um, 
So we're just going to do a regular bench right now. You obviously you can do close grip, wide grip. Um, I'm going to have my arm, my hands, a little bit outside where my shoulders are. And so for me, I take the little ring that's usually on the bar. Most bars are the same spot, sometimes they're not. And I put my I guess, middle finger on that to set up. Wherever you are benching, if you are using a straight bar, find some kind of consistency, the rings, thumb placement outside of the here, whatever. Find some consistency there, and you can stay pretty close. I'm also going to have my feet flat on the ground, my back flat. I'm not going to do any arching. I'm, I'm going to try to keep my core tight to get my back flat on the bench. You'll see guys put their feet way back here, but that's, we can cover that in another video. Yeah. Um, today we're just focusing more on the flat bench here. Yep. The two big food bars we want to go over today is try to make sure the elbows aren't flaring out. Everybody likes to bench, come here, and kick these guys way up here. Real tough on your shoulders. Generally, there's going to be a problem at some point. You don't need them tucked right by your rib cage by any means, but you want to have them down and engaged. The other one is the guys that like to, I think the football combine is the prime example of this one. Bounce it off your chest. Sean, don't break a rib. Oh, don't do this. Okay. Bounce. Not a bounce. Can't do it. My body doesn't want me to do it. <laughs> <laughs> My body's telling me no. Incapable of actually doing it wrong. So that's one of the few things I've seen Sean do. <laughs> no, don't do it. Don't do it. You're actually going to hurt. <laughs> uh, those are the big ones, especially in hypertrophy. You want to stay controlled, good quality reps, keep your time under tension. Just don't take breaks. Like mm -hmm. you can spend more time, knock off twenty pounds off your bench, get a couple extra reps, and spend more time on those guys. We could even go into like tempo reps later, but spend time underneath there. Don't cheat yourself. You see people cheating themselves all the time. They're just pissing away quality results. This, this, yeah, this is also probably the, the lift that I see people coming up. The first thing they do when they're off their bench is either that thing or they text. This is, if you're trying to do hypertrophy, don't come up and just start texting. That's probably more like a pet peeve of mine at the gym. Because then all of a sudden your uh, you know, 30, 30 90 second, second, 90 second rest becomes two, three minutes. <laughs> and you've lost that pump. Five minutes of Instagram. <laughs> That's exactly it though. Get up there, see guys that are real dedicated to it, people that are real dedicated to it. They sit their form beside them and have a little timer go. Mm -hmm. like, Get up, clap the timer, and see what their rest <laughs> times are. If you're really tired, take that 90 seconds. If you can go 30 seconds to a minute, what we like, keep pumping. So, Sean, get down and do another set. Just kidding, sorry. <laughs> Next one we're going to do is the individual shoulder press. We chose dumbbells today. Yeah. We don't need it for now. We're going to do the face pull. Standing, you can do it seated, you can do it dumbbell, you can do it bar. Really, it's just getting the action, coming down, pressing overhead, getting a nice lockout, spend some time under the tension. 15, 20 reps. Generally, shoulders, I mean, my shoulders get a little more tired, so I have to lighten up a little bit, especially for such a high rep range. Stay nice and strict. Same thing here, though. 
If you're, if you're seated, a lot of times people really press that upper back into the chair, get those ribs to flare out. Careful your back, but really that, at that point it kind of turns into an incline press, so just keep an eye on that kind of thing. You okay, Sean? Yep. Good? You winded? No, not yet. Okay. Surprisingly. We got at least another, another set of in you. Okay. Next one what, was face pulls. Oh, peck flies. Not even close. Peck flies and side raises. You want those for flies? Sure. Yeah. If he stays there, Nick, are we still good? Mm-hmm. Okay. <coughs> Heck flies, just far get anything ready. Um, one of the most important things that I see is not, make sure when you're doing a chest fly and you're laying back, to not lock out your elbows. Okay? You want to have a little bit of bend in your elbow. If you're trying to lock it out, you're putting a lot of torque and tension on that joint. Um, cause tendonitis, extreme cases, you could probably dislocate or break that joint. Uh, just have a little bit of a bend, keep it nice and uh, Strong and secure that joint. It also gives you an ability, like as you fatigue, like you can start bending a little more, help yourself out, stay safer. And come down just until I feel a good stretch, and then back up. I don't need to go all the way down as far as I can. No, you don't want to go past parallel with the ground at most. If you're going real light, maybe, but at a certain point, it just feels like it's not working. Mm -hmm. Getting a couple in today. Not just doing three like usual. That's good. Surprised you're not like about to throw up though. There we go. Peck fly to a front to side raise. Boy. So you can do all sides first, you can do all fronts first, you can alternate. I'm gonna hit you in the jump right now if you stay right there. I don't think so. I don't think you're as tall as you think you are. Fine. I won that one. Barely though. Side raises, especially with these later, start getting tired, you start throwing the hips, start to jump up with it. Drop some weight. Don't be afraid to do some drop sets, drop the weight a little bit, and continue good quality. Stay tight with your movements. Sean's chosen a in, inward palms today. You can do down. Just does things a little bit different, but essentially it does the same thing. I mean, for me, the straight hammer grip, um, the, what I was doing, it's a little bit easier than rotating them. I feel a little more on my shoulders when I rotate it. And since I've been doing non-stop shoulders, I'm going to do a little easier right now. <laughs> okay? So, what we can't demonstrate is a machine chest move today. So, everybody knows the chest machines at the gym. Either the, I can't even come up with the brand names. Uh, hammer hoist, strength. Hoist, hammer strength. Just something to take that stability out of the move, but still... Pump it on the chest, upper shoulders, that kind of stuff. Uh, excuse me, upper chest and shoulders. Um, you can pick a different kind of move, the decline to the incline, compared to what you started with. So just doing something a little bit different to get some more blood into it. Really, that comes down to you. are just trying to pump blood as best as possible. One thing to especially watch out for is on those machine-type movements, because you're taking the stability out, you usually can do more than just doing a regular bench. <clears throat> because of that, because you can go a little bit harder, you're not worried too much or as much about stability, be careful in locking out. Okay? Uh, this is any, really any kind of machine, but if you lock out and you're, you're really pressing, you're really trying to get hard, uh, I've seen really 
grotesque fail videos where the joints go the wrong way. They come out and they, they just keep going. So leg press in those knees what yeah. last week we were watching. Oh. Exactly. It's not oh, like a leg press where someone's they kept walking out, they kept really pushing out there as far as they could. Okay. And all of a sudden the knee went the wrong way. I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> Gross. No, it isn't. And machines too, be careful your balance. There's not really like everybody comes down and like pops it at the bottom of their rep. Mm -hmm. Stay controlled guys. Get good quality reps. I'm gonna keep saying it, it's gonna be annoying. Uh, face pulls, hop up. The face pull, and it has it sounds. It's a good angle, Nick, right there. Mm -hmm. So, cables might work a little bit better. I like the rope on the cable, driving those thumbs past your ears, behind you. Shoulders, upper back. Just get a big squeeze on each one. We're not trying to lean back with it. If you're doing enough weight, you might have to just to counterbalance, but. Really just get those elbows back, get those thumbs pushing back behind you, engage the shoulder blade, the back of the shoulders, good pop. Um, when I'm doing this, I'm in a power stance, so my knees are bent still, I'm not trying to just stand up here straight and do it. Um, knees bent, have a little bit of cushion, that's also going to help, especially if you get up to higher, uh, higher weights, to actually push back a little bit against it, because so, this is going to want to try and pull you forward, right? I choose a staggered stance. It's the same idea, but you mm -hmm. choose a staggered stance, drive one foot in, get your base, and I don't know, the power stance, I feel like I always throw my hips too much, so drive back here. Yeah. Quality reps, get a good squeeze, hell, even pause each rep back there for a good second. Make sure you feel it, okay? Um, last one, close grip push-ups and plate halos. I like the halos a lot. Push-ups have always been kind of an enemy for the last number of years for my own reasons. So let's show them to them. I like push-ups, but I'm going to say something, and then we're going to get a lot of heat for it. I'm going to jump on that green for you guys. <laughs> I like push-ups because for quite a while, I did CrossFit. And CrossFit has a ton of push-ups, generally just in their workouts. It's a good thing, you know, get down the run, do some push-ups, do some sit-ups, something you don't need a lot of weights for. But are they push-ups? The other thing, uh, they are push-ups. There's no such thing as a kipping push-up uh, I've met. Um, I'm sure somebody has come up with it somewhere. We could probably find their own video. But they all are close grip. And when I say close grip, I don't mean the, I call these diamonds. Right. Where you're really close in here. Close grip is similar to like a close grip bench. We're just doing it reverse on the ground. So I'm going to have my hands a little bit splayed out. I'm not going to keep them straight up here. That's probably more a personal preference than anything. That helps me keep my... Elbows in nice and tight to my body. If you're doing a regular push-up, you have a elbows more sure, hands more straight up. It should be like your bench. I mean, you should be setting up like you normally would bench, mm -hmm. close grip bench, about shoulder width. Everybody has a little bit of tweak on that, but essentially it's the same thing overall. So close grip and come down. My hands are a little bit splayed out. You stop. Eyes straight back. Come down. I'm gonna try and touch my chest to the ground and back up. Keep my elbows nice and tight into my body. I'm not bouncing every time. Kipping push-ups. <laughs> You're not kipping push-ups. <laughs> um, I'm not trying to get too fancy. There's, we can probably make a full hour-long video on just all the different types of push-ups out there. But um, we're just trying to go for again that. Yeah, the bench 
There you go. Um, try and go for that 15 rep range, 10, 15. Um, these, I like them at the end of a workout. I might do a couple for warm-up, but I usually do them at the end of a workout just because it's, I'm not using weight. I'm tired from the rest of my workout, so I'm not worried about injuring myself as much. Because if I fail, I just go the two feet down to the ground. And this is a finisher, guys. This is the last pump up. This is the last burnouts, as I like to call them. You get down, you just do virtually as many as you can. Can't do full push-ups, knee push-ups, bench push-ups. Modify it for what you can do. Don't really just get that last little pump. You start getting tired, though. Watch those shoulders really driving in. Push that chest out. This is hopefully the whole point of this is to get a bigger chest and shoulders. Um, the one I liked that I threw in there was the halos. Hopefully it makes sense after seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to call them, I think, around the worlds. But I think I've, I've heard that too. Yeah. But you're going around, try to get as much range out of it as possible. Do a, do a number each direction. That's a big thing. Don't just go one way. Yeah. Do you know, half your set one way, half your set the other way. Yeah. Um, if you get a little bit lighter plate, you know, like a 25 or something, you could do get the 15 to 20 reps or whatever. Mm -hmm. If you're doing a heavier plate, you know, maybe six to 10 total. Yeah. This is a finisher move, a burnout. Let that stuff be on fire when you're finishing up. Like, it's, it's annoying. I'm gonna keep saying quality. You wanna have good time under tension, mm -hmm. good postures. I mean, we, we go over some of the fupars of stuff just because it is, you see it all the time. Hell, I watch those fail videos on YouTube all the time just because I want a nice giggle, so. <laughs> uh, I will also say with this one, it's great at the end because it's, it's like a burnout. Yeah. I mean, while it's up there, mm. you know, a bench, you come down and you have a moment's pause. Or a push-up, you can come up to the top and kind of rest. Mm. It takes a little bit of that tension off your pecs. This, it's up, it's around your head, and the entire time it's around your head, your shoulders are engaged. Mm. Um, notice, I'm also not swinging my upper body a lot. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. So I'm not trying to use any momentum to do it. It's all my shoulders. Coming around. Let those guys, like, try and get it to your upper back. Try and set it to your chest. Like, get as much movement out of those shoulders as possible. Mm -hmm. So, actually, that's also a good warm-up one, too, I like. But maybe a little less weight. Yeah, obviously. So, guys, that's our basic rundown of a chest and shoulder day. Um, we'll probably have a back day one of these other times. Yep. Um, but concepts, concepts apply that it's mostly about the reps, Quality, time under tension, and quality of movement. You stick to that, you're gonna get a good pump. Like, it's gonna be, you're gonna get something out of it. These setups is what we kind of came up as what we like for a good upper body day. It should take no more than an hour. Like, you shouldn't be spending too much time out, time on the floor. You wanna be tired, you don't wanna be dying. It, I don't know, there's a bunch of there's a bunch of different mythology, uh, what was I trying to say? Methodology, there we go, behind <coughs> this stuff. There's proven both this and that. This is what we took at it for a day for something for you guys with good stuff. <laughs> and I'll be honest, I mean, like the what, 15 minutes I've actually just been working out. I mean, I haven't really been going too hard, too fast. I think like that fast, but I haven't been going too hard or anything, and I feel already like I got a pump. You, know, you can probably look from the beginning of the video until now, I'm a little more like this. Just because I have pecs <laughs> doesn't give you the right to take them down. It's my good day, chest days, a body day. They're already down. 
<laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna get a good pump just even doing that. Yeah, guys, after your first, after your first two exercises, you should feel pretty full. Like you guys know that blood gorge feeling. Like you should feel pretty Achieve. full. Done a lot of bodybuilding back in the day. Yeah. Just like my CrossFit days. I got great pumps with CrossFit. I was also on the ground. Nine. <laughs> Used to be skinny. <laughs> I think there's a whole group here. I uh, got a little bit of time left. Are there any uh, questions there, Nick? Nobody's asking anything. No, we're quiet today, huh? Thanks, guys. <laughs> nice. I don't have to think too much on the fly anymore. No, Why don't you <clears throat> go into a little bit what you mean and sort of define pump? So you've been using that word a lot, oh. and some people might not be familiar with it. Uh, as you're going, you're trying to force blood into a muscle, gorging a muscle. Um, pump is just... It's caused by vasodilation. So you're, you're exhausting your muscles. They realize, hey, I need a lot more oxygen. I need, I need to get some of this waste product out. Yep. So the natural response is to increase the size, the diameter of the blood vessels. So that brings in more oxygen. That's the, your blood vessels, your circulatory system is the transportation part of the body to take out waste, get back nutrients. You're going to experience that more during these kinds of workouts because, again, we're, like Garrett was saying, the time under tension. We're consistently moving and consistently doing a bench, taking only a few seconds here and there uh, to take a break, to try and get myself ready to go do it again. I'm not letting my body come back to its natural resting state. That's going to be different than in like a strongman competition strength or strength training yeah. where I'm going to come up, do my lift, and then take a break, enough of a rest where I feel like I can come back and do that again or get as many as possible. If, I, if I'm doing 15 reps over here and I barely push out to, to 10, I'm, I'm still doing okay. Mm. But in a more strength program, we want to try and get that max rep count every single time. Yeah. So with the hypertrophy... Breaks are up to five minutes. Yeah, so with that hypertrophy, we're... Keeping those muscles um, fed, we're keeping all that nutrients going into the protein. They're breaking down a little bit faster because they are so much. They're under so much more stress, and that blood's rushing into it. So you're gonna feel them swell as well. That's also like we mentioned, like why you're not trying to train to failure during this kind of stuff. You want to like have three to five good quality sets where you're getting three out of sets. You're getting all your reps. It, four or five sets, maybe you're just barely able to finish your set. Yeah. That'll give you, I mean, pump. <laughs> you know, if you do this, if you try this routine and don't know what I'm talking about afterwards, then come talk to us. We'll yeah. <laughs> try to modify something. It's, something's going on. But, yeah, so that would be pump, very scientific way, and otherwise just get mm -hmm. huge. <laughs> get swole! <laughs> How many reps for push-ups do you recommend for beginners? I have noodle arms. Uh, if you we talk about modifying your push-ups to mm -hmm. knee push-ups, a bench push-up, you still, if you want to stick to maybe the hypertrophy and that, still trying to get about 12 to 20, 15 to 20, modify it for your ability. Could you demonstrate a bench push-up real quick? We'll do that in one second. I will say, well, Garrett gets that set up. Um, set up. Set up. <laughs> There's another way you can, you know, set a end goal. So I've also done it where I'm trying to burn out. I'm trying to get as many as I can. So I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to do 20 push-ups, and maybe I don't do them in sets. Maybe because if I'm really tired, or if you're just starting out, you're not going to try and get five every time. Maybe you do three, take a break. Do another three, take a break until you get to your end goal. It's another way you can kind of break it up. That way you can 
uh, increase your amount that you can do later on. When you take those little breaks, that I mean, they're little breaks, 10, 15 seconds in between those threes, because you're still wanting to keep the workload pretty constant. Like, that wouldn't be quite taking a full break in between six. So again, not going too much into it, but any kind of bench or raise counter, if you need even a little bit more uh, assistance with this, you're gonna come up, hands, I'm gonna push it against something. If you're not against something, if this is free-floating, I'm gonna have my hands more on top. I'm just gonna come down like a regular push-up here then. By me elevating my upper chest, or my upper body, it's not as hard. I'm not putting a full 90 degrees straight down to the ground. The more upright you are in a full push-up position, the more upright you are, the easier it's gonna be. You're just taking load off that, those muscles. Uh, do a couple knee push-ups too, so people can see that. Little knee push-ups. Yep. Instead of me coming down here to my toes, I'm gonna drop down to my knees. Still have a nice straight flat back. Yep. And I'm I'm taking out a lot of my body weight. Yep. Um, I'm not. I don't have as much body weight hanging over my arms. It's a different fulcrum there. Exactly. So either higher incline. Taking out the fulcrum, mm -hmm. just a little bit easier, modify it for yourself. This is not, I mean, our way of doing things is not absolute. I mean, mm -hmm. modify, this is for everybody's ability to grow, to build, get stronger, everything. And we will have, we will break these movements down, like Derek kind of mentioned in the very beginning. We will kind of break these movements down more. Um, or if you can't, if you got a burning question <clears throat> and you want more of a modification, you know, come talk to us, visit our website or whatever. We can, or even just DM us on uh, either Facebook or Instagram. We'll get right back to you and tell you different modifications for any of those we talked about today or in any of our other workouts. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Thank you guys for joining us and starting your day the 501 way. That's our motto. Can you not understand it? I don't know.